Brothers and sisters, I just want you to take a moment. Why don't you just appreciate this God that you're able to serve, that you're able to come into his presence, to worship, to lift up his name. It is, it is indeed a privilege that we have, a privilege to be called the children of God, a privilege to stand in his presence, a privilege to worship at his throne. So why don't you just lift up your voice, worship him, exalt him, exalt him in your own way, worship him because of who he is. Give praise to his holy name. Because, oh Lord, without you, where would we be, oh God? Without you, where would we be, most high God? It is indeed a privilege, a honor to come before you, Lord, to worship at your feet. We thank you, Father, for counting us worthy, for counting us worthy, oh Lord, to be, Lord, your children, to be called your own, oh God. We say, Lord, accept our thanks, accept our praises in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we worship. In Jesus' name, we worship. I just want you to say a word of prayer right now before we go into the word. Today is the first Sunday in the month of December. God has kept us thus far. I mean, the challenges in this year alone, have, they've been tremendous, but through it all, God has been faithful. He has been keeping you, has been keeping me. I'm sure if we reflect on what has happened in the year, in the past year, we'll have a reason to be thankful. Today's Thanksgiving Sunday, but like I always say, the month of December for me is a month of Thanksgiving because God that has brought us to the 12th month will see us through, it will see us into the new year and beyond. So why don't you just give thanks to God for all that he has been, just reflect, just take a moment, just think back, think back. I'm sure it's like yesterday that we started the new year, that we were all shouting Happy New Year, albeit on Zoom. But we were shouting Happy New Year. And here we are today, gathered in his presence. The year is coming to an end. God has been faithful. God has been faithful for counting you worthy, for counting me worthy. There are many that have passed away this year, but we have not been one of them. It's not because we're better than those who have gone. Or God has just been gracious. He's been merciful to us. So for that mercy, for that grace, why don't you just thank him this morning? Thank him. Thank him. That his praise will not cease from your lips. That his thanks, you know, giving of thanks will not cease from your lips. Because he's been good to you. He's been good to me. In Jesus' name we pray. Indeed, oh God, we thank you. We thank you because you've been good to us. We thank you, Lord, for your mercy, for your grace, for your protection, for your provision. Your word says that the young lion lacks and goes hungry, but those who trust in you shall not lack anything good. That we have not lacked any good thing, oh God. We say, Father, accept your thanks. Accept our praises in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father, for the privilege, the honor to be called your children. That songster wrote, it said, Behold, what manner of love the Father has given to us that we should be called the sons and daughters, the children of God. Lord, we thank you for this exceeding great love. Say, Father, accept our thanks. 
accept our praises in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Shall we be seated? God bless us. Amen. Amen. Praise, praise the Lord. Praise, praise the Lord. Children, praise the Lord. I can't hear you. I didn't hear you. All right, I'm just making sure that you're there. You are, you're in church, right? All right. Um, it's street fair like i said it's one of those days that we're, we're kind of like doing two things in one so the choir shimon how did it go how did the administration go cold. it was cold okay but it was fun it was fun i believe folks were blessed um just very briefly i'm going to share on a topic that you know topic is a sweet fragrance to god a sweet fragrance to god you know last week last week we we talked about the issue or the importance of maintaining our identity and particularly we were looking at restoration and building in relationships and talking about our children and how it's important that you know our children they're clear on their identity but it's not just our children even us as adults. So every single one of us, we need, we've said that we need to be clear on our identity. Um, we, we looked at the life of Daniel and his friends. And we saw that even though, even though, you know, they were taken captive, they went to Babylon. And, you know, the rulers of Babylon tried to change their identity. So one of the ways they tried to change their identity was to change their names. Pop quiz. Does anyone know Daniel's Babylonian name? Demi? Okay. No? Daniel. It's a pop quiz. Anyone? Okay, let, let me flip it around. Does anyone know Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego's Hebrew names? Wow, guys, we're, we're going to turn this into a Bible study right now. Yeah? Yes, one of them is Michelle. Yes. Close. Close. Ananiah, sorry, Isaiah, Michelle, and Azari. And Daniel was Belteshazzar. But the, the, point, the point I'm making is this. They, they had, in the case of Daniel, he kept with his name. We still refer to him as Daniel. His original name his God-given name. But one of the ways they tried to change the names of these guys was to give them a new name, to create a new identity for them identity what else did they try to do they tried to make them worship other gods they tried to make them worship other gods they tried to introduce you know all manners of things 
eat foreign foods, things that you shouldn't, you know, what might be considered delicacy in Babylon, but they were not meant to it. And those guys, they were determined. They were determined. You know, the Bible says that Daniel proposed that, you know, they will not defile themselves with the king's meat. And they did not. The, the issue of identity is so important. We're told that when they were faced with a challenge, you know, their true colors shone out, you know, came forth. And the, the question for you and me this morning is, when challenges come, what do we reflect? What comes out of us? You know, it's, it's all well and good when everything is rosy, when everything is fine, everything is going smoothly. And we're, you know, we profess God and we're seen as, you know, children of God. But in the midst of challenges, what happens to us? Do we still stand firm? You know, they, there's, there's a saying that some people, their true colors comes out. You know, when adversity comes, what do people see? The, the true you, the true you is the you that manifests when you're faced with challenges. The, the real you is the you that manifests when challenges come. I mean, there's, there's a, I think it's a joke. I don't believe it happened about, you know how some people, near accident, they'll shout Jesus. Right? And I used to say to my wife that, why you, you know, every time, any little thing, even a name is not even close, Jesus. And you're like, what did Jesus do to you? And one day she was like, who else should I call? So I, I, I've stopped saying, stop shouting Jesus. Because who else will you call? There, there's a joke about a pastor that, you know, a similar thing happened. And the thing is shouting, shock my no. I'm, okay, I'll, I'll, Shopona is the, um, the god of smallpox, all right? So that's, you know, and that was, that was the first thing that the pastor shouted. And you're thinking, so really what's inside of you? When you're faced with challenges, the true you comes out. Praise the Lord. You know, there's this song and, you know, thinking about it, I was, I was reflecting on, it says in the crushing, in the present, you're making new wine. In the soil, I now surrender. You're breaking new ground. So I yield to you into your careful hand. When I trust you, I don't need to understand. Make me your vessel. Make me an offering. Make me whatever you want me to be. I came here with nothing but all you have given me. Jesus, bring new wine out of me. I think it, it was those words, you know, in the crushing and in the pressing. What is coming out of you when you're being pressed, when you're being crushed, when, you know, you're in the midst of the challenges, what comes out of you? What do people see? Who do they see? Who reflects in you? In the midst of the challenges, what do people see? What can they say about you? Is your life truly reflecting Christ? Second Corinthians, the second chapter and the 15th verse. You know, Paul says that we're a fragrance of Christ to God. For we are a fragrance of Christ to God. 
So as a child of God, as a believer, as a born-again Christian, you're a fragrance of Christ. The New King James Version says, you're a sweet savour, a sweet aroma. That is what we should be. That is who we should be. A sweet aroma to God. Are you a sweet aroma? Are you a fragrance that rises to God? When, when God looks at you, what, what, is, what is ascending to him? You know, where, where men are not, God is. Where your pastor is and where your ministers are not, where your siblings are not, where your parents are not, God is there. It says, for we are a fragrance of Christ to God. It says, amongst those who are being saved and among those who are perishing. To, to all men, we, we signify something. We stand for something. Have you ever wondered why it is that some folks, you know, they, they're naturally drawn to you. And yet some people will be like, you know, they just can't stand you. And anybody ever experienced anything like that? Let's, let's be real with ourselves. There, there will be folks that, you know, there's something about you. There's something about you that attracts them. There's something about you that draws them to you. And there will be some people that, you know, you'll be asking yourself, I've never done anything to this person. Why are they just, you know, it's, it's almost as if they can't stand me. My brothers and sisters, some of these things are very spiritual. You know, I'll say it's the God in you. Some people cannot stand the God in you. That's just the honest truth. And the fact that you're a Christian will make them, you know, naturally your enemies. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Did Jesus have enemies? Yeah, Jesus, you know, anointed with the Holy Spirit, went about doing good, working all manners of miracle, without sin. Yet there were people that could not, you know, that were against him because of who he was. And the same thing applies to us as children of God. As children of God, there'll be folks that'll be like, you know, there'll be folks that'll be attracted to you. That's because their spirit will connect with yours. And there will be folks that, you know, their spirit cannot connect with you. Because the Bible says that light does not have fellowship with what? Darkness. So their spirit, if your spirit is right with God, there's some folks that their spirit will not connect with yours. Because light does not have fellowship with darkness. The children of God have no part in the sons of Belial, as the Bible puts it. So where a sweet fragrance says to some, you know, those that are being saved, say sweet savour, and in them that perish. Can we, can we have it in the New Living Translation? It says our lives are a Christ-like fragrance rising up to God. But this fragrance is perceived differently by those that are being saved and by those who are perishing. There's some people that their hairs are shut. They've willfully decided they do not want to hear the word. They've willfully decided that they do not want anything to do 
with God and Christ. And there, there, are, there are souls that are yearning, that are eager to know God, to learn more about him. Now, to those who are being saved, to those that desire to be saved, you'll be a pleasant, life-giving aroma. To those that have willfully decided that they want nothing to do with God, Those who are perishing is like unto death. My, my prayer for us, each and every one of us, first and foremost, that indeed will be that sweet fragrance. You know, that we will know our identity and our identity will be clear in Christ. And when our identity is clear in Christ, you know, the Bible says that we should let our light shine. So that what? Church. Matthew 5, sorry? They may see our good works, that men may see your good works and do what? Church. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you, sir. And so that men will see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. That is your duty. That is my duty to let my light shine, to let your light shine. So that folks will see the good work in you and give glory to God in heaven. Praise the Lord. You know, the, the Amplified Version puts it this way. I'll read from verse 14. It says, but thanks be to God who in Christ always leads us in triumph as trophies of Christ's victory. And through us spreads and makes evident the fragrance of the knowledge of God everywhere through us spreads and makes evidence the fragrance of God everywhere. And it says, for we are the sweet fragrance of Christ, which excels to God, discernible alike among those who are being saved and among those who are perishing. To the latter, to those who are perishing, it is an aroma wafted from death to death a fatal odor, the smell of doom. But to the former, it is an aroma from life to life, a vital fragrance, living and fresh. My prayer is that each and every one of us will be vital fragrance, you know, that is living, that is fresh, a sweet-smelling savour, a sweet aroma that, you know, folks around us, as we, as we talk to people, as we engage with them, you know, we'll be speaking life into every dead situation in the mighty name of Jesus. Shall we rise to our feet? I just want us to pray. That's, that's the word for us this morning. Let's, let's rise to our feet. Just if, you, if you're in a position to rise, please do. Pray for yourself. It's, it's, it's a soul-searching question. Are you that sweet-smelling savour? Are you that sweet aroma? It says, thanks be to God, who in Christ always leads us in triumph. And through us spreads and makes evident the fragrance of the knowledge of God. Are you, are you as one of those that is, you know, being used to spread the fragrance of the knowledge of God? Are you doing it at all times? Or are you, are you compartmentalizing your life? Shit.
If you search your heart, if you search yourself, are you that sweet smelling savour? Are you that sweet fragrance? Per adventure, there's something that you know in your life that has, that has been making it a challenge to be who God has called you to be. You know, it, it is the same Paul that says that, you know, I am what I am. I am who I am by the grace of God. God's plan, God's purpose for you is very clear. What is that thing that, that is a challenge that is making it difficult for you? Is God renewing you through the press and through the crushing? Is he bringing out that new wine out of you? Are you totally surrendered to him? In order to be a fragrance to life, you need, you need to yield yourself totally to him. A total surrender. A couple of weeks back, we were talking about restoration in our conference, and we saw how Daniel, sorry, how David cried to God that he should create in him a clean heart and renew a right, steadfast spirit within him so that he'll be able to teach sinners the way of the Lord and transgressors will be brought back to God. That is God's plan for you. That is God's plan for me, that we be in the right place with him. And that when we're in the right place, we will draw others to him. We'll draw men, women, children to him. That our light will shine forth. That will be that fragrance, that sweet aroma that draws people to him. Make me a vessel. Make me an offering. Make me whatever you want me to be. Coming out. In the floor. Here is 
aspects of the challenges are you shining brighter and brighter you know his word says that the path of the just shines brighter and brighter onto that perfect day irrespective of what is going on are you shining brighter and brighter through to his glory the knowledge of God that causes people to know you to come to the salvation through Christ Jesus Lord that we will be all that you've called us to be we thank you Lord for this day and for another opportunity to to go into the streets to spread the word we pray Lord that Holy Spirit you go before us willing hearts hearts that are ready arts that have been prepared to receive the word people of peace that are longing to know you that will encounter in the mighty name of jesus lord we yield ourselves that you use us as you will not how we think is best but lord that will be yielded to your use heavenly father we thank you for this first sunday in december Lord, we pray that as we go through this month, oh God, the remaining days of this month, that Lord, thanksgiving will not cease in our mouths. Reasons to give thanks will continually be in our mouths in Jesus' name. For every hour of each day, for every day of the month, that Lord will continue to see your goodness in the land of the living, in the mighty name of Jesus. We give you all the praise, Heavenly Father, for we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Shall we be seated?